High Noon with George Hook. News Talk 106 to 108. It's time now for Numbers That Talk in the company of Deirdre Cullen, Senior Statistician at the CSO. Any information we give you today with Deirdre um, can be found on cso.ie. Central Statistics Office Deirdre produce enormous amounts of figures, which you sort of turn into music really every Wednesday. Well, hopefully we try to make it a bit interesting for the listener, George. Thanks very much and thanks for having me on again. Now, yeah, but last week, like, you succeeded in keeping me awake and I didn't think anybody could when talking about pigs and cows. Now, this week you've really given an even bigger challenge. You're going to talk about waste and water quality. You know, environmental indicators. So 20 years ago in the CSO, we didn't produce any environmental indicators. No, and under EU regulation, we're now obliged to produce a wide range of data on everything from environmental taxes air emissions accounts, domestic building energy ratings. Now, that would really put your listeners to sleep. But I could tell people that we're all actually every day now impacted by what could be called environmental taxes. So the whole idea of protecting the environment and how governments go about that and then how we measure it to see if we're improving or disimproving is part and parcel of our daily lives. Yeah, I understand that. But of course, also, if we don't deliver, the EU comes down on us down like a ton of bricks, presumably. So these figures are then collated somewhere with the mandarins in Brussels as to how we're doing against France and Germany, Spain and Portugal. Well, our environmental indicator report on the CSO has EU comparable data right through the report. So you can see instantly how Ireland compares with with other European countries. Now, normally, sorry, Deirdre, normally you say to me, George, I'm going to give you a flavour of it. But when you're talking about waste, I didn't think you were going to go into flavours. No, no, we wouldn't be talking flavours. Well, we start with waste, it sounds very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's the bane of all our lives, isn't it? I mean, three bins now, black, green... Brown. I hadn't mo- noticed. Lovely Ingrid charge of those. Okay, so uh, municipal waste peaked in Ireland 2007. So I guess that was when the Celtic Tiger peaked 3.4 million tonnes of municipal waste. It's now back down to 2.7 million tonnes. So we are producing less waste. And then we look at that per person. 800 kilograms per person back in 2007 and but still 590 kilograms per person every year. I find that shocking how much waste every person in Ireland is producing. And it kills me that I can't buy a few grapes without them coming in a plastic box and I don't understand that. I buy grapes all the time. I like green ones, but they come in a plastic box. I told you last week that I got my raspberries and my strawberries and my grapes from my granola in the morning, they, and they all come in plastic boxes. It's And it's crazy. Like, well, it's why like should a, they come in? Um, a brown paper bag? Well, if I was in charge, George, I'd have them in a soft plastic bag sitting in the plastic box but you have to pay extra if you want them in the plastic box oh, if you so want to take have a plastic, uh, I'd have a plastic tax. box tax that's All what right. I'd have now, let, me, let me tell you about the plastic bag tax that was introduced right. in 2009 me all Martin and it took in 23 million in taxes that's a lot of money people want to take their few bits and pieces home in a plastic bag it's fallen but it's still 16 million in 2015 so people are still paying the tax so sort of taking a lot of plastic bags. Now, I want to go back to municipal waste because it's yeah. a very exciting topic, as you know. Um, when you say municipal waste, you mean the waste 
that you mean the aggregate number of the black bin, the green bin, the brown bin. Do you? Yeah, it's all our waste. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But some of that waste is recyclable. Like the recycle wizards would say to you that they don't have any waste in their house, that it's all recyclable. Kind yeah, of. no, on balance, the majority, per, on a per capita basis, the majority is still going into landfill. We are recovering. So if you take me and I'm producing my 590 kilograms of waste, 200 kilograms of that is being recycled. And the rest has gone into landfill and, you know, maybe some of it has been composted. But so we're getting better and we're improving and our indicator on an EU scoreboard in that regard. We, 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 we met our 2007 target and we got ahead of it in our 2011 target for recycling. But we're still putting a lot of waste well, into landfill. Well, where are we in relation to the dastardly Germans and dastardly French? Are we better than them or worse than them? I don't have those figures in front <laughs> of me. All right. So listen, so, you'd have to assume that the Germans are better than us and the French are worse than us. I'm going to tell you, the Danes produce more municipal waste per head than any other country in Europe. Which The yes. Danes? Yes. Who Seven. lecture us on a daily but basis? I'm going to, I was looking at that and it really surprised me, but yeah. it could be that they burn everything because on, yeah. on the continent they yeah. incinerate all their yeah, waste. Absolutely. And so it's no problem for them you know bring everything home in a big box or a plastic bag well that's interesting now Vienna of course the lovely Ingrid brings me off to Vienna and bang in the middle of Vienna they have the incinerator and not only is it bang in the middle of the city but it's a tourist trip like she brought me down (laughs) she brought me down (laughs) for a tour like I'd have much preferred now you know to go for a coffee and a bit of strudel but I had to go through a waste incinerator well that's funny but talking about Austria, they are the European leaders when it comes to generating energy from renewable energy because sources. Seventy percent the of their energy comes from renewable sources, yeah. and so that's it. We're at twenty-three percent, which I think is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So a quarter of our energy is coming from renewable. And what percentage do the Austrians get? Seventy. 70. Come on. R23 now looks a bit sick compared with the Austrians. Well, I mean, Ireland, 18% of that is wind farms. I mean, like, there are wind farms in Ireland, but they're not on every hill or valley. So I think we're doing quite well and we're improving. And that's so long as we're heading in the right direction. How are you doing on your television watching these days? Are you doing much? No. No CSO <laughs> figures on television watch. No. What's it's that a got fan- to do with an environmental indicators? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. No, I'm going to tell you. Go on. It, it, a long way around to the question. It's a fabulous series on Netflix. If you have it, get it. It's called The Crown. It's all about the early part of Elizabeth's reign. But they had a thing called smog, which actually killed people. This was fog, but caused by coal-burning emissions. Now, do you remember Mary Harney made her name about coal-burning and things? What figures have we got? Here's a question now, after all that intro. What are our, what's our information on air quality? Well, we ranked poorly on air emissions ah. compared to our EU neighbours. Uh, we're 20th out of uh, the EU for ammonia. There's 20, only 27 of us. 25th for sulfur oxides and 25th for nitrogen oxides. You You're can see I'm struggling me. there. I'm not a scientist. So we're not doing too well. Now, with no, the, no, sorry, the, dear. That's, they're appalling Appalling numbers, numbers yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so we're pumping this stuff into the atmosphere. Well, I guess a, a lot of our... Um, our um, electricity is generated from, uh, we still burn turf, so milled peat, don't we? We burn coal, we burn oil, so. 
Alright, okay. Yeah. So you I'm going out two of us are walking out of the studio now and we're gonna have a quick sniff and we're gonna get sulfur dioxide and a whole pile of stuff up our nose. Yeah, yeah we've, 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 we've the third highest um, uh, greenhouse gas emissions in Europe. Now, it's down third 17% in 10 years, and methane is a big contributor to that. And so it's going to because be very hard. Because you told me last week. Yeah, it's going to be hard for Ireland to get the methane down because of, you know, the. Because. I think we want to intensify agricultural production in Ireland rather than limit it. So it, it, the methane is a real challenge. But, but Enda Kenley did say we're mad keen on reducing uh, climate uh, gases, but just not yet. We're doing well on the diesel cars. So 95% of our cars now are uh, in the ARB class, which is the low emissions class. The diesels. Yeah, and that was I think it was only half about ten years ago. So we've we've switched over there. But that I suppose would show you how the financial incentives will encourage people to take the right action. You right. know, because it was the lower emissions okay. class. I have to be very careful with my next question. Okay. All right. Water. You remember the great poem, water, water, everywhere, nor any drop to drink. Do you remember that? I do. The rhyme of the ancient mariner. I do. Now it, the the people who demonstrate against water charges and everything else because we need a ton of money. Forget the politics, but that's not my question. Can you tell me, like in Galway, they were on boil notices. I think up in Roscommon, they were boil notices. What do you know about water quality? So uh, the the the. I have wastewater treatment statistics here. So 46% of our wastewater, as recently as 1997, only 20 years ago, received only basic or no treatment at all, which is quite a startling figure. That's down to 5% today. Oh, well, so all our, all oh, our well, water received. Did you say 20 years ago, how much of the water had no drill? 46% received no treatment or just basic but, treatment. But did that come out of our tap? No, our, no, 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 no. That's how we treat our wastewater, right. George. Yeah, and what do we that's do with the, the other wastewater? End of Where does it go? Well, I think once it's treated, it's pumped out into the sea, isn't it? But oh. but we weren't treating it. That's so it was the, our going sewerage, into the sea, is your or, point. or into our rivers or whatever. Yeah, forty six percent was oh, only yeah. you know getting yeah. this basic treatment. That's down to five percent now. Yeah, because the Australians who obviously have a water problem, right? Because of where they are and drought and all that sort of stuff, they they are treating sewage for drinking. Well, don't they say every glass of tap water you drink in London has 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 been you know has been recycled from from wastewater? So do they? Yeah, yeah. But in in Australia, they're, they're also um, uh, desalination is a big thing in in Australia That's the as point, well. Desalination. Yeah. Yeah. I was up Desal- in a place called uh, the 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 there's something islands and. Um, in off Australia, and the the uh, they oh, have the no Hamilton Islands. Well, no, I think. the northern one starts with a W. But anyway, it doesn't okay. matter. They they have no water, so so like they everything is mm. is seawater and everything all redone. Like yeah. so, we're quite lucky, really. Yeah. Well, I was harvesting fruit on the Murray River in Australia about uh, twenty five years ago, and that was a big, fast flowing, healthy river. And about six years ago, they had to nationalise it in Australia because it runs through so many states, and people were pulling the water off it. By the time it got down to Adelaide, there was only a trickle left. So they have a, a big water problem in Australia. But to get back to Ireland, <laughs> I, I don't mean, leave Adelaide. We'll, we'll come home again. <laughs> Do you know who Adelaide's most famous son is? I don't. 
Sir Donald Bradman, the cricketer. Okay, carry on. Murray <laughs> River. No water in the Murray River. Donald Bradman cricket in Adelaide. And I've, I've, I've swam in the Murray River and it's it's a murky brown. <laughs> now, bathing water quality in Ireland. Oh, yeah. we, we are doing Green, better. blue beaches. Yeah, so the percentage of sites with good, a, a, a category of good on the bathing water, it's 83%. So 17% don't achieve that category. In 2012, that was 67%. And yet back in 2000, it was 92%. Why was 2012 so bad? Because it was a very wet summer and there was a very lack, uh, there was a lack of sunshine. And that obviously leads then to poor quality. Right. Yeah. Okay, you probably have statistics for 1954. Right. But when I was swimming down in Crosshaven, right, you know, we were gambling. The the water, our water would have been much cleaner 50 years ago because there would have been less sewage, there would have been less treachery. Isn't that right? Absolutely. Sure, I I swam on Dolly Mount as a child. I mean, I think kids swim there again, but there was a period, wasn't there, about 10 or 15 years ago where nobody would swim on Dolly Mount. So the the swimming thing or the water quality, bathing quality, is direct, has a relationship to the wastewater treatment. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's all part of the environment. It's all one big cycle. (laughs) Yeah, right. Okay. Okay, The poor old Austrians have no beaches, though, although the greatest incineration. The greatest no incineration. Beaches. Well, they probably have lakeside beaches or something. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Swiss are the same. For some extraordinary reason, they call the place next to the lake Plage, which is beach. Now, how do you get out of a bit of grass next to the lake, Geneva? How do you call the Plage? So listen. Didn't the French open up a beach on the the River Seine and call it the Plage in in Paris? In the middle of Paris, they don't swim in that as well. (laughs) No, I haven't swum in the Seine. All right, there you have it. Deirdre Cullen, Chief Statistician at the CSO. Uh, you'll find all the stats on CSO.ie. I don't think there's much point going to CSO.ie and searching for Donald Bradman, but you'd never know what they might come up with. Such is the quality of the research in the organisation. Deirdre will be back next week with Numbers That Talk.